funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest people I know. Hello world, welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. I'm George Kaloris, and with me today are my very funny friends. On the line, we have Alexandria Sweat. What's going on, Alex? Hello, everyone. I had an interview today. I've been chilling at home. I've been cooking. Did you get interviewed for the news? No. I had an interview for an education-type job. That interview. That's good. That's fine. She's lying. You're being vetted by Joe Biden, aren't you? Oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. All the qualifications. I was on the back side of the page. You're on the long version of the shortlist? I'm on the very extended long version of the shortlist. You're right next um, to Marissa. <laughs> How did she get there? We don't know. Man, I need to update my resume. I don't want to be next to Marissa. She's a black Karen and I can't. <laughs> Poor Omarosa. She gets dragged for no reason. That would be the most shocking ticket you could imagine is Biden Omarosa. You will have never seen poll numbers drop faster than if Biden picks Omarosa. Yes. But the ratings would be yeah. insane, right? Like, oh, that'd be great. Omarosa versus Mike Pence in a debate. Jesus didn't say that. <laughs> the whole time. The whole time it would be that. Yes. I've worried about this debate for a while because we know that Biden's picking a woman and there's a really good chance that by the time this episode comes out, his pick will have been announced. And mm-hmm. Pence isn't allowed to be around women without his wife. So assume okay. that Mother Pence is going to be on the VP stage on that debate. I think she would have to legally. It's just to stay in between them. Exactly. Might get too riled up. I'm not doing this with Mike Pence, sir. You need to have a whole seat. Nobody has time for this. You know, that has been my whole mentality. That has been my mantra throughout quarantine, throughout 2020, is nobody has time for this. And Mike Pence not being able to be in the presence of women without his wife. I'm not trying to be insensitive. Believe what you want to believe, sir. Do what you want to do. Practice what you want to practice. I just don't understand what form of Christianity is this, what doctrine. I'm going to leave it alone. I I wonder if it's not just, in some ways, good way to cover your ass if you're a public official. If you have a policy that I will never be in a room alone with someone. Just so you don't have the scandal? And then if someone's like, oh, Mike Pence hit on me, it's like, Mike Pence is never even alone in the room with another person. Exactly. Okay. Karen be like, no, he didn't. I was there. I've always been there. I'm always. Wow, her name it? is Karen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it is. I, that was all from me asking Alex, how was your day? <laughs> <laughs> the role of TJ would be played by Alex today. Yeah. She'd probably you, do a better job, too. <laughs> She's a really I've been good preparing. Actor. Yeah. I feel like Meisner has given me all the tools I need to step into TJ's shoes. Mm -hmm. And I think that I would go through and I would do the prep work and I could really give a good TJ. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, we should do an episode where you play both Alex and TJ. Oh, my God, yes. TJ, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm 30 and therapy and just thriving. 
Are there any more teas? No. God, Alex, that was really good. You are an amazing actor. I know. Oh, my gosh. Wow. (laughs) Unfortunately, special guest co-host was not able to join us today. Miss Ellen DeGeneres has found herself otherwise preoccupied. Uh, (laughs) So she sadly had to cancel her appearance on today's podcast. I wish her well, as the president says. Ellen D, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? She also refused to look you in the eye on the episode. So that was going to be really awkward. You were going to have to constantly look away. That was my girl. Ellen went through a lot when she came out in the 90s. She was one of the original people to be canceled. And then she really just bounced back and created this whole career and this whole brand. It sounds like she's tired. It sounds like she's in this phase of she just wants her coffee. She wants to get her check, give out some checks, and go home to Portia. I can respect that, but we don't need you being mean. This is very conflicting for me, George. As I've said before, Ellen is amazing and can do no wrong. And if she's been a jerk to you, you did something to have it coming. And that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it was one of my bucket list items to go onto her show and dance, but I don't think that's ever going to happen now. Okay. All I've wanted to do is do something interesting enough to be invited on as a guest, but I'm not interesting. You no, have been fun know. to scare in the bathroom or have one of those pranks pulled on you. <laughs> <laughs> the pranks would be fun. It sounds like they may consider canceling the show or going ahead and ending in light of everything that's going on. Just go ahead and give it to someone else, maybe a Kelly Clarkson or Kiki Palmer, someone. You can't give a show called Ellen to Kelly Clarkson. (laughs) What if Kelly Clarkson changed her name to Ellen? To Ellen Clarkson? Yeah. That would work. Kelly Clarkson's really awesome and her show's a lot of fun. And Ellen, you know, she's been doing it for 20 years. It might be time to retire anyway. I just hate that she's having to go through drama that sucks for her. And I love her. And I'm on Team Ellen until it comes out that she's done something super horrible I can't stand for anymore. And then I'll pretend like I didn't say this and I'll delete the episode off the internet. It doesn't matter what it is anymore. We're not allowed to leave the house. I know. What year like, is it? Tomorrow will be Halloween, it? and then it'll be next year, yeah. and hopefully we can leave the house then. Oh, How are you doing, George? I just made this entire episode go off the rails and kind of sad, but otherwise I'm doing <laughs> great. Yeah. How have you been feeling? You were sick and everything. It's been uh, about three weeks now. Yeah, it's been, yeah did uh, you get your um, results back? I got my results back. I had tested positive. I was sick for a while. I quarantine. I've gotten better. I'm really lucky, but I'm being super careful because about five minutes after I was feeling better, I found out that the immunity wears off pretty fast. So Mm. I didn't take advantage of that and have been extra careful wearing a mask, being social distant, don't go to any kind of events. I just basically go home and go to work and try to stay away from people. But I've been doing all right. I'm thankful that it was as mild as it was and that I did not spread it to anyone in my family or at work. Do you remember how you got it? A few days before I started showing symptoms, I had been bartending Mm -hmm. and I wasn't wearing a mask. And I think 
I got it that night. It was a very busy night. It was loud. I was having to lean in to ask people their orders. People were sneaking in your face. Yeah, I was licking the inside of everybody's mouth. (laughs) Apparently, that's not the best thing to do during a pandemic. You got to do what you got to do for tips, honestly. (laughs) Um, Whenever I'm drinking something in public and I have to take off my mask and then someone comes by and they're not wearing a mask, in my head, I imagine it in slow motion of me contracting covid right there and then i just watch this interaction in slow-mo and i see the water droplets enter my nose and go here we come (laughs) yeah i was having a conversation with someone recently and we were sitting pretty far and we were talking and while we were talking i felt one little spit droplet fly out of her mouth and land on my mouth that's how people get pandemics and it was still one of those moments like we're in a pandemic and everybody's kind of concerned and her spit is on my lip and I still feel like it would be rude to wipe it away. I certainly wouldn't want you to think I wiped your spit off my face. What kind of person would do that? So I just sat there very aware there was spit on my face. Oh my God, George. That's when you you're... pretend to sneeze inside your shirt and you wipe it. <laughs> oh, right that's a good idea. I should have done that. Thank you. Yeah. It's in my book of many ways to not be rude. Many ways not to be yeah. rude by TJ Jackson. What's a working <laughs> title? <laughs> I'm looking for the publication. That will be a great book. I'll Thanks. give it to everyone for Christmas. They'll give it right back. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't what I asked for. DJ, I've been thinking about you a lot this week because the White House announced that they're strongly considering banning TikTok. I know you're a big fan of the TikTok app, especially these days. Why don't you explain to people under 30 what TikTok is? TikTok is the new Vine. If we remember Vine, it was short length videos that were seven seconds long and you could just flip through them and anyone could make a video and send it in, but TikTok allows users to create videos with more special effects and features. It has more filters to it. It's more elaborate and it's really fun. Uh-huh. Basically, it's just like taking a hit of dopamine every day, just watching those TikTok videos because they're just so, so <laughs> funny, you know, and you can spend hours watching them while sitting on the toilet and totally forget that there's life to live. I don't blame anyone watching TikTok these days because it's the only funny thing going on. The app seems innocent enough. It's mostly teenagers lip singing and dancing, but a lot of people think that the real purpose of the app is to mine your data, like contacts, your messages, your browsing history, and even your biometrics, your face, your fingerprint, and all of this information is shared with the Chinese government. A number of corporations, the State Department, the military, they've already banned TikTok from people's phones. You're not allowed to have them. So I kind of saw it coming, but there's a lot of people who seem really upset. TJ, what are you going to do without TikTok? Oh, probably go back to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do? Um, Just go back to the other video app. And yeah, that's what I was seeing. And I was on TikTok and everyone was like, oh, this is my last TikTok video. Follow me on Instagram and OnlyFans. And here's my YouTube channel. Then the next day, everyone's like, we're still here. As if the world didn't end when the prophet predicted. (laughs) Uh, Here's a list of all the videos you should watch before the app 
may or may not get deleted. Coming in at number one is the classic kombucha girl. It went viral, this girl trying kombucha for the first time, and she makes all of these faces through the process of liking it and not liking it, and it's just hilarious. Coming in at number two is Reese Hardy's hashtag obsessed challenge. You probably remember this video where she's doing one of the TikTok dances and she's sobbing at the same time. Relatable. And <laughs> she's just <laughs> crying and doing the dance at the same time. Coming in at number three is not a particular video. I just really love this channel and is Daniel Spencer's House of Vibe series. It starts off with someone being summoned to the House of Vibes and they're like, welcome to the House of Vibes for your vibe check. Say your name and he'll be like, Donald Trump. And he'll be like, Donald Trump, is it true you are trying to build a wall? And it would just be this funny conversation back and forth between the House of Vibe and all the characters who rule that organization. Coming in number four is the woman covering the shallow. She's approached in the subway station. And oh my God, I love her. Yeah, do you remember that? And the guy comes up to her and he's like, finish the lyrics and it sings the shallow and then she sings it back and it's just, whoa. <laughs> and then she went on all these shows and launched her singing career from just like a single TikTok video. Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Wow. <laughs> and it's so hardcore. Wow, you really good. Keep going. I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. I love that woman. She's so good. She definitely went viral. I think you're missing some people. I don't even watch TikTok, but there's videos you sent me. Then my number one favorite is the guy who reenacts Sister Act. I totally forgot about that one. Yes. Do you remember this one, Alex? No, I haven't seen this, but I have seen people just reenact shows on TikTok. I'm always cracking up. I need to go search for this Sister Act one. Some of this content is really good. The Chinese are spying on me, but this guy's in a bathrobe and he reenacts like a whole scene from Sister Act and he's so (laughs) spot on. And I love it when he plays the little ginger nun and it just makes my day. Right. I deleted my TikTok because now I want my data collected. But realistically, there's cookies on all these websites. Every article we read from New York Times to whatever else, CNN or whatever else we're checking in on, there's going to be somebody trying to collect their data. So I'm like, really, what am I protecting myself from? You know, Chinese espionage and blackmail, mostly. They already have everyone's data that they need. There's no more use for collecting people's data. They can have my identity as far as I'm concerned, honestly. I'm not completely satisfied with it. So help yourself. These kids think they're just lip syncing and dancing, but you might not be able to get a job later in the government, working for the FBI or something, maybe not in the military. There could be consequences later to having been on TikTok. The content of what they're putting out there might be hurting them. TJ, 
I also wanted to check in with you because you told us last week that you had an interview this week with a matchmaker. And I am fascinated because the only thing I know about matchmakers comes from Fiddler on the Roof. And so I want to know everything. How did it go? It was so interesting. I was at Whole Foods staring at a blueberry muffin, wondering if I should get it or not. And I got this text from the matchmaker and she's like, hey, are you still available for two? And it was like 2.05 and I was like, oh crap, I got to run across the street to Starbucks and set up my Wi-Fi, call in. And so I raced over and then she proceeded with the interview. It's not a good start, TJ. Is that really long? <laughs> I felt like I went too long. Should I just go into it? No, I didn't mean your start of your story. <laughs> oh. I meant like, this could be your future husband and you showed up late to the first day. I'm pretty sure it's going in my file. Shows up late a lot. Why yeah. does he have a file on you? Someone probably stole my identity and made all these TikTok videos and that's probably in the file <laughs> as well. She proceeded to ask me questions that you would normally think that are in a dating interview. She went to these questions that I thought were interesting. So I'm going to ask y'all the same and see what y'all say. Okay. I'm going to go down these list of questions. I'm going to tell you what I said. I want you to tell me what you said. And it's going to be like she told me in an interview, rapid fire. So you can't even think about it. All right. First question. If you could have a second apartment in the U.S., where would it be? I said Grand Canyon. Alex? New York. Georgia Beach. Second question. What are three things you can't live without? I said air, water, and Kate Hudson's live Instagram videos. Alex? Water, hair, moisturizer. You can't steal one of my things. Everybody needs water. She's not allowed to have water because no. you have the water. No, TJ. Use another liquid. It can't be water. I said water. Okay, um, how about this? Carbonated water, flavored water. <laughs> you can have the fancy Paragrigio. And Wi-Fi. George? My brown dog, wine, since I can't have water, and M&M. <laughs> nice. Third question, what are three things you're most grateful for? I said woman, camera, man, TV. Alex? Life, liberty, and love. Life, liberty, love. Okay, George? Really like my dog. I've got a good credit score and I like wine. I'm going to go with those. Man really loves his dog. Okay. Fourth question. If we were to ask your best friend about you, what would you say? I said, who's TJ? Alex. That bitch never picks up her phone. My best friend's not speaking to me. You probably don't want to ask them anything about me. Fifth question. What is your favorite genre of music? I said, Kesha. Alex. Rhythm and blues. Nice. Funeral music. RIP music as well. Love it. All right. Sixth question. Favorite movie. I said Watership Down. Alex? Friday. George? Alice in Wonderland. All right. Wait, which one? The Disney version. There's two. The cartoon. Not the Tim Burton BS. Okay. Wait, what is Watership Down? That's not a movie. Look it up. Get cultured. I can't explain everything to you. <laughs> no, that's not a movie. Hold on. No, it is. Watership. I watched it in eighth grade for our book report. Who's in it? Rabbits. What's it about? Rabbits. Oh my God, you're right. Final question. Who's your celebrity crush? I said David Copperfield. Alex. Rihanna. George. Oprah. Nice. <laughs> Yo, what does this mean for you? Are you betrothed? Right. I don't know. We'll see. Have you heard from the matchmaker since? No. They're probably never calling me back. I'm going to call and be like, hey, find anyone yet? And they'll be like, who's this? 
and I'll be like, TJ from Atlanta. And I'll be like, you should, yeah. you should make them rue the day they ever reached out to you. Exactly. She gave me some interesting dating tips as well, such as if you don't drink, you should go to lunch on your first date because no one drinks at lunch unless you're my mom. She suggested if you want the other person to feel comfortable and drink, you should order a very complicated water. And while you're fixing your drink, they can relax. Well, that's really good dating advice. So dating advice and matchmaking with (laughs) TJ Jackson. Awesome. Keep us posted. I finally am having time from work and I want to do some writing, but I'm having a really hard time getting into the groove. It's been a while since I've written anything. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this. He told me that a good thing is to revisit some of my favorite things I've written to revisit my voice and find inspiration for other characters or stories I want to write. The backstory for this script is years ago, I was hired to do a rewrite of a bad script and I didn't make it much better. And it was purchased and then never got made into anything. It's the first time I made money for writing, but nothing came of it. I was forced to do this entire rewrite in 10 days. I had to read the script, fix a story, write new pages, edit it, and then nothing ever came of it. Perfect example of the Hollywood hurry up and wait. This movie is called Here, and it's a heist movie in which the main characters spend the majority of the second act trapped in an elevator. Imagine how problematic it is to write something interesting in which your main characters spend most of your movie in an elevator. This is one of the elevator scenes. There's two characters. The main character, Theo, is the leader of this heist. And he's trapped in the elevator with a woman named Jennifer who just happened to work in this building. TJ, I'll have you read for Jennifer. Thank God. Alex, you'll read Theo and I'll do the stage directions. Awesome. I want to hear what you think of this and if I should revisit this piece. Can I get a backstory on Jennifer? What's her motive? Where did she come from? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hold on one second. I'll get you the character description. Jennifer, 30s, a light-haired, porcelain-skimmed woman with attractive features. So clearly this is one of those scripts written by a man in which the main character's description is only physical, and I know nothing about this woman. The elevator scene from the script here. Interior, Malibu Mansion, elevator, night. Theo investigates the doors. He punches them in frustration. It's no use. These are double pane, steel reinforced. This thing is a vault. You're not breaking through with your fist. Are you Catherine Hepburn? What is that for? Maybe, I don't know. I'm just like, I feel like she worked in designing women okay. for a little bit. <laughs> it's Maybe. a choice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she was only there for a week because she likes to set things on fire. <laughs> All right. Well, that's who she is then. Mm-hmm. You got any better ideas? He begins beating on the door. Theo, stop. He ignores her, banging the door harder and harder, grunting every time he hits it. You're going to hurt. Then suddenly Theo cuts his arm against a piece of metal. Yourself. Ah, damn it. I told you so. Theo's arm is bleeding. Hold on, let me see that. He struggles for a minute, but she forcibly takes his arm. She notices he's badly cut with a huge gash. Jennifer springs into action. She digs through her purse. She first finds hand sanitizer and applies it to her hands. She rips open two tampons with her teeth. She tears open Theo's shirt. Do you know what you're doing? 
No, but I've seen it done on Grey's Anatomy a thousand times. Theo attempts to protest as she offers him the handle of her purse. She digs out a small airplane bottle of vodka. Bite down. I promise this is going to hurt. Theo bites on the handle and stares at her. She pours vodka all over the wound. Ah! Uh, I hate vodka. She throws the bottle on the floor and applies the tampons. Then she swiftly rips off her blouse, exposing her bosom. Theo, shocked, momentarily forgets where he is and takes in the view. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Jennifer tears the blouse into strips and uses it as a tourniquet. When she's done mending him, she takes a breath and moves her hair from her face with a bloody hand, leaving some prints. Wow. You're good under pressure. I was a girl, Scout. Not should last until the power comes back on. Electricity is not coming back. What makes you say that? Look outside. The power is only off in this house. She has a moment of understanding, followed by disappointment. So tell me, Mr. Alarm Repairman, how do we get out of here? Cut to Theo frantically trying to open the elevator doors again with no success. After a few minutes, he stops in exhausted frustration, then paces in the elevator in tight circles. You have to calm down. I don't want to die in this house. You think we're going to die here? No. Then what do you mean? I need to kill a man. What? They stare at each other for a moment. Sorry, I'm starving and talking out of my mind. A long, awkward silence. You know what? I might just... Digging in her purse. I do. I have a couple protein bars. You want one? Are they any good? They're disgusting, but they'll do. And look what else. Pulls out half a bottle of water. We won't die first. No, sir. You had all that in your handbag? Yeah, I live out of my purse. She presents her giant yet fashionable purse. Jesus, that's enormous. That's not a purse, that's Delaware. You may mock, but it saved the day. Now, we can dine on these fabulous bars of organic, sugar-free, steel-cut oats and whey. Yum. Cheers. He turns Southern too now. <laughs> Is Theo also a designing woman? Yes. <laughs> Only when celebrating. We're cubicle buddies. <laughs> Cut to. Isn't there someone out there who will look for you? Family? Friend? Maybe. My boyfriend? Hmm. Wouldn't he get worried? I'm not sure. I think we broke up. You think you broke up. It's complicated. We're screwed. What about you? No one is looking for me. All right, great job, guys. TJ, that was Academy Award winning performance. Thank you. You leapt off the page. I never saw so much depth in Jennifer. You know, when I saw the name Jennifer and then I read... It's no use. I was like, she's from the South, and she has no time for no one, including Theo. And then I just went from there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So what do you guys think? Do you like these characters? Should I revisit this piece? 
Jennifer should live to see another day. There's something here, definitely that. I did like it. I feel like maybe now it's some COVID references, something to make it feel more current. Should they be wearing masks? Yes. Or like standing on those little patches that they have put in elevators now that say like six feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Stand here in the elevator. We have those in our building's elevator and... One of the footsteps stickers faces the wall. And I literally saw someone get in the elevator and they looked down and planned their feet on the sticker and just turned and faced the wall. I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Good thing I get off here soon because this is weird. Oh, I love it. Really, really funny. I think that's going to be an interesting thing about movies when they start making them again, I doubt they're going to be addressing the current situation. I don't think we're going to be seeing all the characters wearing masks and stuff. But I think if you ever see a movie that takes place in 2020 in the future, everyone will be wearing masks. It'll always be addressed. So I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think people want to be making movies about right now, right now. I might be wrong, but that's not what I want to go and see as soon as theaters open. I don't think people want to relive 2020 for a while. I give it five years or so until we can watch the rom-com that takes place during a (laughs) pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Some like really great like Issa Rae rom-com where she has to wear a mask and and meets a man but doesn't know who it is. And it's like Cinderella. Yeah, she drops her mask. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> on the steps of turning out a mask made of glass yeah right. <laughs> i don't know i feel like 2020 has been bird box like that's the movie we ended up being yeah, oh my god what did we do wrong how are we getting that to be our punishment alex you have a game you want us to play but i know nothing so tell me what you got going on what is the secret game you have planned i'm so excited I'm going to do an abbreviated version of this game called The And. They have different games for couples, friends, family, and for people that are dating. I thought it would be fun to do the friends version. This game, you know, it's supposed to connect people and make you feel closer, you know, and you guys are my funniest people buddies. And I was like, how can I annoy my funniest people buddies with like... (laughs) And woo-woo with each other. Normally, you would pick 12 cards if you were doing this in person. I'm just going to do it with three. And typically, we would each take a card and read it to each other. But for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to read the questions. And we can have a chance to answer the question about each person. That sounds like fun. There's two decks to pick from. Do you guys want to test your friendship? And how well do you really know each other? You might learn something new. Or would you like to do sweet and sour? True friendship push you into both the sweet and sour. Taste test your friendship. What do you think, TJ? Whichever one you think is going to cause the most conflict. Yes. Okay, (laughs) we'll try. Sweet and sour. First question. When do you guys feel closest to me and why? When I'm doing this podcast with you, because it's the one time a week I see you, I feel the closest (laughs) to you. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely, I would say... uh, In your arms? Yeah, exactly. In your arms? (laughs) Okay, yes. Oh, I thought you said shaving your arms. 
No. Shaving your arms. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. So when you shave yes. your arms, do you feel close to Alex? I'm like, what is she doing right now? I wonder if she's shaving her arms. I feel a little <laughs> tingle in my arm every time you do it. You get goosebumps? Oh. I do. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm hey. right, y'all are connected. Yes. <laughs> okay, sense. question number two. What is the strongest common value of ours that connects us? Comedy. Yes. Okay. Drama. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. I just want to be different. Question number three. In five words, describe how you think others perceive our friendship. The funniest people I know. Oh, that is five words. Huh. No people, <laughs> funniest the. <laughs> You're just like repeating it like Yoda. Five words. They do a podcast together? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. I love it. Question four. What is preventing me from becoming the person I want to be? Oh, that got deep. <laughs> Who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're supposed to know this as my friend, TJ. I think the person you want to be is the vice president. And I think what's preventing you from getting that are the other people on the list. And I would say yeah. your history of TikTok videos is preventing you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take those down. Also fair. <laughs> Kamala Harris thirst trap video on TikTok that she kind of never oh. told anybody about. She's oh, dancing to Savage by Megan the Trainer. But Megan the Trainer. Megan the <laughs> That is like the low budget <laughs> version that shows up to kids' birthday parties. <laughs> Megan the <laughs> trainer? Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's been through enough. She doesn't need me screwing up her name like that, too. Oh, bless it. Yes. That is the game, guys. That is the and game, another targeted product that popped up on my Instagram that I decided to purchase. And hopefully we became a little bit closer after yeah, playing this should, game, friends. We should do that again, for sure. Yeah, I loved it. Awesome, guys. Thank you. This has been another episode of The Funniest People I Know. We record each week for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you so much to producer Jane, who edits the show. If you're enjoying the show, please review, like, subscribe, and share with a friend. Email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Y'all have a hilarious week. Bye. Bye. Bye.